crunch, but you're an asshole. It's pronounced ash-hole. You dumb asshole. Excuse me? It's ash-hole. You, sir, are an asshole. <laughs> it's ash-hole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. For the last time, it's ash-holes. Oh, you were right. I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time, once again, for my kind of assholes on Unfiltered Cigar Radio. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Assholes, broadcast live from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, maybe generally entertaining, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course at theassholes.net. And be sure to check us out on Twitter at theassholes and on Instagram at assholesradio. As you may as you may notice, Dan is not here. He's on vacation this Pastor week. Pastor Padron gone. So I'm here, and we have our most frequent guest, Oliver, <laughs> as well as Ed over on the running the soundboard for Present. us. Present. Present as always. So today we're smoking the King's Treasure selection number seven. It's a Connecticut, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Ecuadorian Connecticut. Um, yeah, we don't yeah. know much about the filler. No, he's it, very private on very the filler. Very private, which yeah. we're familiar with that right, kind of right, attitude. Right, right. Uh, it's a 54 by six, and it was created by Jose Dominguez for Puro Soul, correct? Correct. Correct. Yeah, it's a maybe great blend. I, I I was down in the Dominican a few months ago. A few now, I think at the beginning of the year. This this year's flown by, but we we tried a couple down there. Fell in love with it. Uh, now I'm smoking it again for the first time since then. Mm. Um, and I just just cut it. It's got a beautiful wrapper. It does. On, on yes. the outside, um, silky, little oily. Mm-hmm. Um, veins are almost non-existent on it, and uh, and the cool draw for me was very very light, not a lot of pepperiness, uh, but very nice. So also we were going to have Jose here we today, uh, but he's uh, otherwise this guy, detained. Who knows? Right? Yeah. He 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 travels everywhere. Um, I don't know. He's in the Midwest somewhere. So unfortunately, the flight he's not going to make it today. So we're going to go through it. So there are a couple things that we were hoping he would discuss with us because he's uh, he is more than mildly entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, we've had him on many times. You're mildly entertaining. You're well, like a more mild, on the mild picante. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is like a fuerte picante yeah. guy. The only and other guy that's better that comes on here. I was gonna no, no wait. I was gonna say Eric Wentworth from yeah, He's, he's in the room and we'll have him next yeah, week. Maybe. We'll so have we can him rip next on week. him then. So <laughs> hopefully he shows up next week. Hmm. We'll, we'll see what happens, we'll, but we'll just treat Jose really poorly, and so he'll be, you know, terrified to miss out. <laughs> right, right. Well, we'll yeah, we'll make sure he doesn't miss another one. Yeah. But so yeah, the travel schedule just gets a little crazy. Wish he was here, but this uh, so this King's Treasure uh, is is known really and was coming out as a cigar that is kind of that mild to medium, lots of uh, flavor, character, and mm-hmm. uh, as I was saying on that cool draw, kind of mellow. You know, not a lot of spice. I had a little bit of sweetness to it. And then right off the bat when I lit it up, um, some great, like, woody, peppery notes. Yeah, woody, peppery notes. Mm. Uh, a slight uh, citrus note kind of in the background there. Um, a lot going on right off the bat, though. It's it's not your grandfather's <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> no. That's what he keeps saying. No, no it's, uh, got, it's got some flair to it. Um, yeah, that citrus. Are you talking like a Latin citrus or more Florida citrus, California citrus? They're very uh, different. You know, I've never done a blind taste mm. of all these citrus flavors, so I wouldn't be able to identify them by region. Um, Speaking of blind taste tests, 
Was that your transition? That was smooth. <laughs> we can go with it. That was Going good. Ed, what do you think? Segway. That's the smoothest. Beautiful. That is. That is Aaron kind of smooth. <laughs> so no, but we're doing. So first of all, for those that don't know out there, we do through United. We do some blind taste challenges, and I've done these coast to coast, and they're a lot of fun. We do them at different retailers, and basically people sign up ahead of time. Some people show up, uh, you know, at the time of the event, and they're mm-hmm. surprised, but they want to join in because yeah. what we do is we sit down with two cigars, we cover the band so they have no idea what they're smoking Mm -hmm. and then we go through the whole process of rating a cigar as you know a lot of bloggers do people in uh that that write for magazines do you cover the band of the cigar Mm -hmm. you don't know what you're smoking actually i take that back Mm -hmm. usually the band's completely removed yeah but in this case because i see them i know that they're not going to cheat yep um the, the bands are covered, so we rate the appearance of the cigar. We look at the construction, so people are actually feeling, squeezing the cigars slightly to see how the construction is. And by the way, this King's Treasure is very well constructed. Yeah, it's, it's firm, but not a tight draw. It's a great draw, but still a very tight pack. Very, very nice. firm. So they'll, they'll go through that. They'll rate the appearance of the cigar. They'll pick uh, you know, what we call a winner, but really in the end, there's no... Uh, we the don't winner is a winner the person or a loser. smoking the cigar. You right. Know, you get to enjoy it. And then, they, uh, then we light them up. They're smoking most cigars at the, at the same time. They're picking... They're, they're looking at the ash, the burn, the flavor profile. Uh, is there balance and is there good construction? And then they're picking an overall winner. And uh, I'd like to say that uh, right now, United Cigars has, uh, has really been dominant throughout uh, all the blind taste challenges. So what we wanted to do is then put it out to the uh, listening audience out there and do a blind taste challenge of our own on the Ashles. Yeah, so you know what? While we're on the topic, let's jump right into the top five. Wow. Let's surprise Ed. <laughs> Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium straight red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. So today's top five is the top five reasons to sign up for the Ash Holes Blind Tasting. Ah. Aha. So that's why we're jumping early. I see what he did there. Well, I yeah. see. So He went straight to the high dive. Go straight for the throat. Uh, Going to do a triple Lindy here. Uh, um, so number five is nothing like this has done before. Most likely. We, we haven't heard of it. Haven't been able to find anybody else that's done this. Pepsi on, did on it such with a Pepsi, Pepsi did challenge. it against Coke. But even they, you know, went from went to people at beaches, at events, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They were there in person, yeah. and it was spot by spot. They, Here, did, they didn't have a podcast. They didn't have a podcast, and it's not just anybody can just sign up. You know, you'd actually have, right. have to be there. You know, a lot like your events where you got to right. go to the shop. So this is pretty much the only one out there that we know of, I've ever heard of where you can sign up from the comfort of your own home and do it at home, play along. Absolutely. Like so, it. Uh, number four, it's your privilege as an American. <laughs> it's, wow. your, it's your God-given right. Yeah, and, and for now, at least, until the FDA steps in and says, no more blind taste because it's so wildly popular, <laughs> then I've they'll take it away from you. I kind of wish I had some patriotic music, but I don't have any at hand. Hmm. Thanks, well, producer. Yeah. Sorry. You call yourself an American. Good Failure. Call. So, barring this commie over here, uh, <laughs> number three is it's a great way to try new things. And this, I mean, that's this is a big one because you're going to go into these cigars without any preconceived ideas. You might see the wrapper and have a few guesses, but, mm-hmm. you know, really you're going to experience some new cigars or even old cigars that you haven't really 
paid the you know much attention to right. that you've had before and appreciate them you know with a new light right because we're we're so programmed and not only in the cigar business just in general you walk into a store you're you know you're picking you know your cereal out your pasta out you're you know just we're we're programmed by labels and then we're programmed by what our friends are telling us or what you know social media is telling us so we walk in the shop and we just grab a cigar on a regular basis so these united uh blind taste challenges and, and the one we're doing here with the Ashles, this is all about introducing some people to new cigars mm-hmm. because they may not have smoked either one of them. Yeah. And it's just a way to cover everything, no prejudices, just smoking two premium cigars. So yeah. that's uh, a good one. Yeah. And number two is it will deepen your appreciation for what makes a fine cigar. And this is a big one too because, you know, I've been to your tastings in the store and it's it's a lot like what we do here on the show where it's like we're examining the flavors that we're getting. We're kind of pulling out different nuances, really like paying attention to the cigar rather than just sitting while we just talk and not think about what we're tasting yeah so it's like if you're used to just having your cigar and working while you're you know smoking it stuff like that it forced you to kind of stop and really think about what you're experiencing it you know experience versus another cigar right next to it right it really heightens the experience yeah and you can even take it a step i mean not when you're by yourself because this could be dangerous Ed might do it, but you don't want to co- you don't want to actually blindfold yourself no. because that would take out a whole nother sense. What we're doing is covering the band, yep, right. So that takes away the the the, the I guess the marketing visual side of it, mm-hmm. but you're still smoking with your eyes, and I think you're doing more of that when you're doing this blind taste challenge. Yeah, your senses are heightened, and you're really paying attention to your point of what you're what you're smoking. Yeah, I mean, I think normally when I'm just smoking a cigar, I only notice the burn if it's bad. Whereas if I'm doing a, a taste test, then I'm much more focused yeah. on how's this cigar burning. So much more critical. And not to yeah. mention, uh, having two cigars back-to-back, it, you know, making a little bit of a competition there makes you think about it a different way. Because, you know, we smoke a lot of cigars, we'll give a thumbs up because it's a good cigar. Right. But we put it up to the, maybe the week before or the week after, and it might be a different result just because of what it's next to. Now, is it back-to-back or you smoke them at the same time during the challenge? During the challenge, I would suggest smoking them side-by-side. Have yeah. a glass of you know sparkling water mm-hmm. to cleanse your palate. Some people use pretzels, potato chips, potato chips right? Yeah, yep. Something to clean your palate in between. But really what you want to do is you light. What you'll do, you'll have cigars that are numbered one through on the first run, one through eight. Mm-hmm. So they'll be, they'll be matched up. You'll have a, a sheet. And you want to light the two cigars. So actually, you want to start with you know the first one. Light that up, maybe an eighth of an inch in, quarter mm-hmm. of the way in. Then light the second one. Make sure ace, you know the f- number one still going. Then you go to the second one, and you're smoking both at the same time to judge the the differences, the subtle differences between the two. Yeah, it's like the first third of this one was better than that one, and then you mm-hmm. get to the second second third. And you're like, oh, I like this second third better than that first third. Uh, right. You, you know, you're taking it at the same time of the cigar basically the right and, and because point. you're in the comfort of your own home there's no rush yep. so you want to give yourself a, a good amount of time so in this respect the, our listeners are going to have a better experience than we are in the studio because we're going to be squeezing it into like you know 45 minutes an yeah. hour uh, which, while they can take their time a little bit better <laughs> well which you can do because usually yeah. when we're rating the cigar um in the stores when we do these blind taste challenges uh it's about 45 minutes to an hour mm-hmm. um so you, you can squeeze in you don't smoke the entire cigar no no you're not gonna be able to get it done you kind of have an it, idea of where the cigar is going by the time we get about the halfway i point. mean really like when you get to the end of the cigar it's if it wasn't your favorite by the first second you know the second third it's wasn't worth its salt you know it wasn't 
worth it to begin with right. if it wasn't if it's gonna win you over at the end although i have a few cigars where i do like the last part but it's not gonna win a challenge necessarily right. and number one the number one reason to sign up for the assholes blind tasting is you know you oh. jump in the gun every time <laughs> you know you want to you won't <laughs> for some of you who will you have to. Who little, does? Nobody contrarian. does this. You when won't we, do it. Look, when we do these challenges, uh, you know, in, in again, in the retailers, we get on average about, say, about 20, 20 guys. Yeah. Right? I've done it up to 30. I've broken it up into two groups um, one time because the group was too big. And we've had some intimate groups of, uh, of 10. On average, we get about 20 guys. There has been maybe one or two occasions where the person in the group or a person in the group has said that they've smoked multiple cigars at the same time. But it's a rarity. You just don't you don't do no, it. These are you know most of the people come in and are customers. They haven't visited uh, factories or um, you know farms. But typically, when you're working with a blend, you're smoking two, three, four. I mean, I've had a, a row of five or six cigars at, at one point just lined Oof. up on the table. So this is not only an experience of trying two cigars, it's also just a, a fun experience to see yep. what how blends are, are put together and how they're created. This is what um, is, is kind of typical in the in the manufacturing uh, portion of the of the cigar making. Yeah, yeah, and you know, the part that I, I'm kind of looking forward to, almost more than the competition to see who wins, because listen, they're going to be good cigars, so it doesn't really matter who wins in my book, but trying to guess, I'm going to keep little, little notes, what I think what number is, and yeah. if I've had it before, hopefully I can just pick it out, but yeah, little side challenge. No, one, one guy that does it, started doing it very well, and started doing an educational process, uh, was Jose Blanco, and he had a cigar with three different wrappers, so different from what we're doing very different, but it just makes you think about what you're smoking. Yeah. And when you really, when we're done with this whole thing, I always tell people when you're smoking a cigar for the first time, or even a cigar that you do enjoy, find out why you enjoy that particular blend, because the blends are typically either disclosed yep. or they're talking about regions. Uh, they, you know, they let you know what the wrapper is. So you can take a cigar and just change the wrapper on it. And it's going to be a different Cigar. Yeah. Our, our La Giana is a Honduran blend, but we have an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper on the natural and a Connecticut broadleaf on the Maduro. So you have a very different experience. Yeah. So just that little tweak can change. So it's fun uh, having the two cigars go, you know, head to head. And and also when you're rating a cigar, um, because we do this um, uh, for for another uh, publication mm. where we rate cigars that are not in our portfolio, just in And you're general. doing it blind as well. And we're doing it completely blind. Mm. But it may not be a cigar that fits my palate or mm -hmm. something that I like. But if it's something that the manufacturer I, or I believe that the manufacturer is going for a certain flavor profile, I rate it on that. Mm -hmm. Like if it's yeah. really grassy, earthy the whole way through, maybe that's what they were going for. So I'll base it on that. Mm -hmm. But if there was balance, then I'll, I'll give it a good rating. Yeah, that's fair. You know, so yeah, it's a great experience. They should absolutely do it. Should we tell them? Tell me on the notes. Is this where I tell you, the listening audience and viewing audience, what this is all about? So we are doing the Ash Holes Blind Taste uh, Test, and we're extending it out to everyone out there. And it's brought to you by United Cigars because you want to live United, you want to smoke United, and you want to buy United. But um, So we're putting this together so it's a blind taste test across America, and it's brought to you by the Ash Holes. And so what we're doing is we're making the listeners partake in this whole mm -hmm. uh, event. So beginning now, today, we want you to go to the ashholes.net. And what's going to happen is on the right side, you'll see a panel that you can sign up. You're going to get 
14 cigars, one for 14 cigars over the course of this blind taste challenge. Shipping is included, but it's going to be over the course of three separate shipments, mm-hmm. right? Because we need yeah. to do that because the first... The brackets. Right. You know? It's the brackets. So you're going to get eight cigars first. Um, the cost of this is only $70. Yeah, which is... Five dollars a cigar. Well below the actual retail of all the cigars yep. you're getting. That I can that I can absolutely guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Well below the uh, MSRP on these cigars. So if you go to the go to the website, you can sign up for this. Now, uh, the credit card will be charged only at the time of the shipment. So the first shipment, round one, will be eight cigars. They'll be labeled one through eight, and that is going to be on August 29th. All right, so you have to sign up for this. There are only 200 packs available, so it's either by the time it's sold out or Less by the time of that first ship. Yeah, <laughs> jump so on. So it. it's already, uh, yeah, it's already started. We've already had people um, purchase these, so there's only a maximum of 200 that we're going to take. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's either by the time of that date or by the time they're sold out. And right now it looks like they're they're going to be sold out. So definitely jump on board quick. Um, do it at the break and <laughs> sign up. Uh, so oh, what you're going to do is, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to smoke the first eight and you'll, you'll have a bracket. You're going to smoke one versus two uh, and we're going to do that on the show on September yeah. 5th. We'll, we'll tell you what numbers we're doing to if you lose track. And right. So, we're, yeah, we're going to do the breakdown as the show goes on. Hopefully, September – actually, September 5th, I won't be here. Oh, well. Hmm. Oh, we'll work it out. Go figure. Yeah. I'll be in, uh, I'll be in Florida. Month. But I'll be doing – actually, I'll do a blind taste test at PCB Cigars in the, uh, in the Panhandle uh, in Panama City Beach. I'll be doing my own blind taste challenge there. So, okay. show up there or show up on the Ash Holes. Uh, when you have your pack, you'll be smoking one and two on September 5th, and this will all be broken down for you as well. Uh, and then you'll be smoking three and four and so on until you smoke all eight and you pick your winners. But smoke along with us on September 5th, and then uh, voting will take place on September 26th, and the winner of one and two will become nine and so on. Winner of three mm-hmm. will become ten moving forward, and That'll the brackets will pack. Yep, yeah, that will be the next out. pack shipped out. Uh, then in October... Um, we will get the, the Battle of the Two, and on October 31st, we will again ship out cigars, uh, this time just two winners based on the votes from the participants. Mm-hmm. So the only way that your cigar that you pick will move on is if that's the majority winner. So this is just like a March Madness bracket, Yeah. right? Except it's not basketball. <laughs> then uh, the brands and the results will be announced on November 21st on the Ash Holes. So, again, go to the uh, ashholes.net website. It's $70 to join the fun. Uh, and that's 14 cigars in all in three separate shipments and shippings included. So, simply go to the ashholes.net, look to the right side, and find the blind taste test. And sign up now before it's too late because there is only a limit of 200 packs and, or August 29th, whichever comes first. So, be sure to sign up for the blind taste challenge. And uh, look forward to uh, seeing the results the first round yeah. on September 5th. That'll be a blast. And I think the uh, last round is around our two-year anniversary. So it, it'll be extra fun. It is, I think. It's, the it's anniversary end, end of November the 14th, right? Yeah. So pretty close to that. I think the anniversary is the 14th. And then we're finalizing the Blind Taste Challenge on the 21st. Hmm. It's exciting. It'll build up. All right, cool. I've missed a ton of shows. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't believe it's gone you, by that you're fast. You're a recurring though. guest at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I am a recurring guest. But it's, it's gone by fast, but it's been, uh, wow, just to see it progress. From the little uh, table stand we had. Oh, gosh, yeah. it was. We were down on the floor oh, yeah. and yeah. uncomfortable oh, chairs. And, well, I guess it's all, it's we all had uncomfortable the, chairs for the first year It's all the producer. 
Ed's changed it. Ed's changed That's everything. That's right. Well, yeah. This is like Ashel's 2.0 now. Yeah, there's actually a voice of reason on the show this now. This is a first-class operation now. <laughs> yeah. We won't say what airline, but right. first-class all the way. First-class operation. All right, so yeah, sign up. Yeah, right. okay. So uh, let's talk about the King's Treasure a little bit. Pick mm. it up any more flavors? I mean, I'm getting, I've got that woodiness. Um, I'm getting kind of a spice, really kind of identify the spice, spice but it, uh, it, there's a, an element that, Reminds me, this is going to be weird, reminds me of licorice, but not quite as bitey. So I can't quite place it. It's maybe cloves in there with something else, yeah. but. I could see maybe, uh, because there are different types of, of licorice, right? Like the, the yeah. Anis and the Anis Star is a little more, where there's a little more bite. Uh, there's one that I think just straight anise is a little sweeter mm. and softer. It, it, note. it makes me think of like the Italian cookies. Well, Riscotti, really. Yeah. That's, it's yeah, got little, the anise. Yeah, it doesn't have the bite. I'm getting a lot of, on the retro, I'm getting a ton of ground coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's an earthiness to it. A lot of, uh, like a sw- that sweetness, uh, I'm getting more of like that cedar, cedar wood. But yeah. it's very uh, well cedar balanced. The retro is great. And it's a slow burn. I'm yeah. a... Typically faster smoker. Pretty right? solid too. Yep. Like, you know, I went to break off after about an inch and a half, and it yep. fought me. So yep. it's, now my it's ash is pretty holding. well constructed. All hey, right. You got anything? Little bit of uh, cinnamon. Yeah. And for me, okay. picking up a little background of grassiness from the um, Connecticut wrapper, but yep. very enjoyable. Yep. Yeah. yeah in with the wood, I was thinking hay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. grassy. Same thing, yeah. basically. Yeah, the retro, I'm just getting a ton of, like, just rich ground coffee. I'm loving it. Mm. Really liking it. Mm. So All it's right. burning well. Let's go to the break, and we'll come back. Uh, after the break, we're going to announce the Ash Hole of the Week and continue, continue our thoughts on the King's Treasure Selection number 7, Connecticut, by Jose Dominguez for Pure Soul. Awesome. Humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling. There is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serena. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. 
a flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of The Ash Holes on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Inejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Inejo XO today. Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage, pioneering and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name, Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative white ring for a limited time. One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery, with spicy undertones. Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled. Available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. Hello and welcome back to The Assholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Assholes and on Instagram at Assholes Radio. So we're still smoking the King's Treasure Selection number 7. Uh, it's going very well. Um, it's being very well received right now. Well received, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's my, Mine's burning, burning great. Um, a cool draw... But there's there's almost a very long finish. That's what I was going to say. There's, yeah. a, there's something about it, but it's just a very very long finish, but very pleasant. Something that could be. Um, it, it, this is something I could enjoy any time of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would go really well with coffee. Nice yeah, morning. First milk. first morning coffee. Coffee and oatmeal. Coffee and oatmeal. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, what's on the oatmeal? Is it just plain, or you got? 
I'm a brown sugar guy, but I, I, uh, put, yeah. peanut, I put peanut butter in my oatmeal. Really? Mm, peanut butter? Yeah. Okay, a little yeah. extra protein. Yeah. yeah I've like never it. tried that, but uh, you know, definitely with the brown sugar. Uh, do you do like the whole grain oats, or do you do just instant stuff? Which steel uh, more, cut? I, I do. Yeah, yeah, I do more the whole grain. Okay. Mm. Um, you know, steel steel cut steel or cut, yeah. there's there's no difference, right? Well, because it's a th- pressed oat, and steel cut just means it's been chopped up. Yeah, yeah. but steel cut. I mean, you got to cook it longer, and there is right. a flavor difference, uh, texture difference. So. No, you're that guy. <laughs> well, I I like taste. I don't yeah. know. I, I usually don't do the steel cut just because it takes too long. <laughs> it really does take a while to soak. Yeah. Do the um, overnight? No, I, I have see a lot I, of this now. I'm not that committed to breakfast to do an overnight thing. So I see a lot of people soaking oatmeal in with different things in it, and then milk and soaked overnight. Like in brandy or, or something. Or vodka. No, no, no. Yeah. more neutral. <laughs> now there's a party. Oh, maybe some hammer and sickle vodka in your uh, exactly in your oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how. Good that, uh, morning. Break things down. <laughs> All right, no, no, it's going very well for me. I, yeah. I'm really digging it. Same, same flavor profile right now. Um, nothing has really changed from uh, before the break, but um, just very smooth, creamy, lots of you know, rich uh, coffee notes that I'm, I'm really digging. Yeah, it is smooth and creamy, and there's a little bit of a sweetness that kind of reminds me of a white chocolate, which isn't white chocolate isn't super sweet. It's got almost mm-hmm. a bitterish taste, but that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. So White good chocolate. Is it like a Dunkin' Donuts coffee? A little bit of coffee, a lot of cream. I mean, all you taste is char in that. So <laughs> a Dunkin's regular, two cream, two sugar. Garbage. <laughs> a large. Uh, a large. We're not getting oh, sponsored pass. by Dunkin's. I won't take it. No. <laughs> Just not a fan. Good. All right. Well, let's go to the Asheville of the week. All right. And this one, you know, we talk about Marvel movies a lot here. Actually, we, you know, we're all fans. Um, so this one's about the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, the the crew, the uh, actors and actresses on Guardians of the Galaxy have united behind their director, James Gunn, who was fired recently by Disney, uh, who owns Marvel, um, after these old tweets, the uh, tweets that he made that were really offensive, like, there's no beating around the bush. They were offensive tweets that he made about a decade ago, maybe 12 years Um and so that was brought to light, uh, and part of the uh, the theory is that somebody brought it to light because he was making critical tweets about President Trump or other political issues, and so people got mad and dug deep and found some really, really, they are awful tweets. There's no mistaking it. But it was also over 10 years ago, and he's since, you know, he's apologized for them. Um, and he's, you know, changed his ways. He's not looking for shock value anymore. So he's not really the same guy he was when he was younger. And so the uh, actors, so like Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, uh, Vin Diesel, who does Groot, one word. Uh, I don't know if you want to call him an actor on that. Is that he does Groot? Uh, Vin Diesel does Groot. It's... It's odd that he's still getting credit for it. I mean, never seen I, these movies. And I, I like Vin Diesel. Or you know, li- you know, like some of his older stuff. But the Groot thing, I don't know. My and kids have, and that's a, that's a big thing that Groot. Because you say Groot, now I know. I am that's, Groot. Yeah, like, that's a big. Says, I yeah. am Groot. Daughter loves him, but yeah, never, great, great character. Won't won't see. Anyways, and also uh, David uh, David um, Bautista. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. He's been pretty probably the most vocal out of it. The, the crew that's really defended James Gunn, you know, he's said I'll fulfill my contract obligations, but you know, he's not happy. He said he didn't even want to do the movie if they didn't go with his script, which absolutely, I mean, the, yeah. the past you know two movies were great, so I wouldn't want to see them go with a different writer for the third one. 
Uh, so there's been a big outcry, you know, a big open letter written by the, you know, signed by all the, the actors defending James Gunn, wanting him reinstated. Um, Pratt posted, so Chris Pratt, who's pretty active on Instagram. If you don't follow him, you should probably follow him. It's yeah. pretty funny. Uh, he's just a character. Uh, but he went on saying that he's a good man and that he, you know, they recognized that, you know, what he said was terrible, that the, the jokes that he made were really inappropriate, but it was also a very long time ago and that he's, you know, changed his ways you know, long before he was in hired for this and that they wouldn't want to see him reinstated. A lot of people, you know, that know James Gunn are, you know, root, uh, supporting him. Supporting him, yeah. yeah. Bob got Goldthwaite, uh, other big oh, names. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> Bob, Bob does he, is he on that? He's uh, is he a character. He's a friend. He's a, oh, a friend. Okay, okay. Yeah, but he does voices for Disney, I guess, and he's he supports them. Uh, I mean, Bob got Goldthwaite. It's like if you grew up anywhere around the eighties, oh yeah, you know him and you know fan. his voice. He was great. Um, he was a good friend of uh, uh, Robin Williams too. Uh, defended him, you know, in some of the allegations oh, yeah? later on too. Mm. Yeah, great guy. Oh, he's all around. Anyways, so. The question is, who is the asshole of the week? Is it Disney for firing him? Or is it for the Castle Garden of the Galaxy for defending him after the... I mean, they were terrible tweets. Or is it, uh, is it James Gunn himself for making those tweets, you know, a decade ago? It's, is it Disney or is it... I, I'm going to pull an Oprah on this one <laughs> and say, you're an asshole, you're an asshole, and you're an asshole. They're all assholes. I mean, this is what this is what it's come down to. I mean, just let it let it go. Yeah. See, and, and I want to point the finger at whoever brought up this old tweet. That whoever who dug who, that who dug it because he probably deleted it. I'm sure it was nowhere easily to be found. I mean, otherwise they wouldn't have hired him to begin with. So, right. You know, this this existed before he was initially hired by Disney. So, if Disney doesn't like it now, well, shame on them for not doing due diligence and looking into who they're hiring. Right. But if they were okay with it then, why is it now? Is it, is it a political issue? At so, least they didn't hire the priests in Pennsylvania. <laughs> so I, I want to call the Ashles the whoever was maybe, if it is politically motivated, if they're upset that he was being critical of whoever, right. that if they're just trying to get him to lose his job because they don't like what he says, that they would be the Ashle because that's it's hindering free speech just because you don't like what they say. Right. And that's... Right. I think totally. what we need is a statute of limitations on tweets, probably <laughs> about seven years, although, mm. you know, the, this is a, a danger nowadays, and, uh, you know, Social something, media, yeah. uh, something I emphasize for my daughter, that, Absolutely. that'll follow you for a long yeah. time, so yeah. me personally, I don't like leaving too many digital footprints anywhere. Yeah, I mean, person, like anything on social media, I almost po post nothing public anything public is going to be just a joke that's not offensive <laughs> right so yeah no, you, know. you, you have to watch it and obviously with mostly this. puns really right, right. yeah <laughs> although it seems like someone can always find a reason to be offended right. oh yeah i but, mean that's the problem that, but yeah that's the bigger problem yeah, yeah. that's why this for me they're all assholes yeah <laughs> i mean i wouldn't be surprised yeah this i've got nothing i'll, I'll go with <laughs> it, you it's on just, that yeah yeah everybody everybody everybody, <laughs> everybody <laughs> on the social you know media sphere that is influencing people's lives for things this whole say. courtroom's out of order this whole thing maybe yeah. everyone in the media of any kind social social media i guess that includes us yeah right that would be us instagram too. everybody well oh. that yeah that we can guarantee yeah, that's I mean that's the that's the whole Trump thing going on right now too. With blaming the you know the press is trying to get together. There's so much. Just I, I really bad. I wish Trump would stop tweeting. <laughs> I think everybody's kind of in agreement. It's like, listen, have somebody else tweet for you. Right. 
it's causing problems. Is some of this stuff doesn't need to be said, or just do something instead of tweeting about it. I don't know. Well, you know who doesn't send out bad tweets? That's the assholes. Yes, we don't send wow. out bad tweets. What we do do is we put together a blind taste test for the <laughs> asshole listeners, and we just say, go to theassholes.net and sign up now. It's on the right-hand side panel. Click it. And no one will judge you. No one's going to judge you. No, no it's going to be you. Who cares? We're You're assholes. your own judge on this one. Judging us. It's a yeah. judgment-free zone over there at Ashland. Well, You're so the judge. Listen, You're in I'm not agreeing control. to that. I won't go that far. <laughs> but you shouldn't care. No. <laughs> You're in complete control of this one. Your results will show what's uh, what's yeah. happening. So, get, yeah. get the get the blind taste pack. Smoke along with us. Go on and vote. That's the important part because otherwise, uh, I mean, it's great that you're enjoying it, and but if you don't say anything about it, then, you know, yeah. we don't have your vote. <laughs> yeah, Every t- vote counts. Tweet it out. In a non-offensive <laughs> way. <laughs> yeah, uh, people are like, I-, I vote for number eight. And they're like, Who's, what are you talking about? <laughs> they, won't, they, won't, know. they won't know. Nobody will know. But it'll be fun. Yeah. Uh, so final verdict on the King's Treasure Selection number mm. seven. We're fine. Okay. We're, uh, we're there, yeah. All right. So I've smoked a lot of... Jose Dominguez's lines, yep. obviously, because Maje de Cubano is their factory, one of their factories in Tamboril in the Dominican. They make um, our United line. Uh, they make our Florida Lorraine. So they make a lot of our stuff. They make the Jose Dominguez as well. Um, so I'm very familiar with his his style. Construction is always on point. So first of all, I'll say construction is great. Yep. Uh, flavor profile for me is, is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't want to say it's over the top, so I'm going to go three quarters thumb on this one. Um, very consistent all the way through. Yep. Um, getting a little bit of um, uh, you know like a dry wood. Now it was kind of converting over. Mm-hmm. I, I did love the 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 you know that coffee ground note through the retro. So um, so definitely a you know high praise, but three quarters of a thumb for me. Okay, I'm giving it a full thumbs up. Uh, you know the flavor profile, it just hits me just right. You know it's it's a nice combination it's construction's great uh it's just an enjoyable cigar i can smoke it anytime uh yeah it's great ed and for me i'm probably closer to you oliver i think it's a it's a good cigar it's not really my flavor profile i i tend to go stronger than Mm -hmm. this this particular size is larger than i smoke Mm. but having said that i'm enjoying it yeah no, okay. and I mean, like I said, it's burning well. Yeah. Uh, so you're when you when you buy it, what's it in retail? Uh, I think it's in seven eight dollar range. It's, it's not oh, a that's a lot of a, cigar a, for yeah. That's, for a that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of cigar. Good bang for your buck. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, it's not gonna break the bank. Yeah. Uh, no, you're looking at the at the quarter the Toro. What are we smoking? The the Toro. Yeah. Seven around seven eight eight dollars. Mm-hmm. Seven ninety nine. So around the seven eight dollar range. Yeah. So that's a good really good value. Yeah. I mean, for you, this. you can get an hour and a half out of this. I think. Yeah. Easily. We're cranking through it, but still, I mean, we're not even at the halfway point. All right. So next week, we're going to be joined by Eric Wentworth, unfortunately. What? I say that because he's sitting in front of us. Uh, we're going to be smoking the Hammer and Sickle Museum Series. That's the new museum series, which isn't going to be out until October sometime. Uh, but it's based on the tra- tradition. So pick up a tradition uh, to your local brick and mortar. If they don't have it, go to twoguyscigars.com. You can order singles, which is great, or just buy a whole box. You won't be disappointed. Uh, but you've been listening to The Ash Holes on the Unfiltered Cigar Radio broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this in any episode you may have missed at iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbeam, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Assholes and on Instagram at Assholes Radio. We'll see you next week. All right.
opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.